Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast, Aaron Rodgers is back from his dark retreat. This is easily the most heavily covered dark retreat in media history. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Yo, that's a good. Yeah, nobody knew what a nobody knew what a dark retreat was until a couple weeks ago. It's been great advertisement for the genre for sure. Um, you uh, you pointed this out earlier, Seth, and we're going to play some audio here that will back this up. I'm going to let you set this up because we because we 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 uh, you and I went and looked up dark retreats last week and saw some that were appeared to be very rustic and you know very rough in Guatemala. You know, it's. Uh, very, very much in nature, dark all the time, very minimalist. You know, there's a there's a bed and a mat on the floor, and that's it. And you're in the dark for four, seven, ten days, however much you choose. And then, yeah. then there's the kind Aaron Rodgers went on, which is uh, considerably less roughing it, uh, it would seem, uh, his dark yeah. retreat. Um, yeah. so, so we've got this bit of audio here. Who is the guy in the first one? Um this this is some audio from a guy who went on a a retreat in Mexico. His name's Leon Hendricks. And he went, yeah, he's, he explains it in the video. Okay, here is a video just to to, to set the visual. Uh, this particular person, Leon, uh, is in literally the video is done in the dark. The only reason you can see him is because the camera is an infrared camera, um, and he sets the scene for his dark retreat that he went on. I flew down to Mexico to spend seven days straight in complete darkness and isolation in a room that was built to let absolutely no light in. All I had was a basic room with a bed, a meditation chair, and a bathroom. No entertainment, just me and my thoughts. Food would be delivered twice a day into this box with a two-door mechanism, so even then, no light would come in. It's so weird, I can't see anything. Okay. I mean, it was yeah, it was and it was, of, uh, and it got worse. Like he he started breaking down, crying, and uh, just having all kinds of emotional upheaval. But then it ultimately found it very redeeming because he spent seven days in the darkness. Can we retreat. play that one first? Seven can days. We, can we play the one with him crying during the hallucinations, real quick? Well, this is his. Uh, yeah, this is actually his friend who did the same retreat. Yeah. at the same time in a different little hut in Mexico. The crying was so intense. Snot is running down my face, like tears, like I can't control it. I felt this inner light core in me and it just radiated. I felt like it was my soul. And then like the intense hallucinations came in. Yeah, and I'll be honest, Seth, as as Aaron Rodgers was discussing his dark retreat plans with Pat McAfee and you and I were researching it, this is what I thought Aaron Rodgers was going to be doing. Like I thought like, wow, this is pretty badass. He's going away for several days and at some point – hallucinations that may or may not scare, literally scare the snot out of that guy might be happening yeah. with Aaron Rodgers. Well, 
And some of the crying, too, is like good crying. It's like cleansing crying. But they just have – people have these profound experiences when they can actually just suck it up and go for at least four days. But four is kind of on the light side. It's like days five, six, and seven is when the really heavy stuff starts. Yeah. But uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, apparently couldn't even hack it for two days. According to Yahoo Sports, he showed up on Monday and left it on Wednesday. And this is what his retreat sounded like. These dark retreats are situated up on a hillside enfolded in a hundred plus thousand acres of protected wilderness. What is the snot start running down their face? There's also filtered spring water on tap and they're spacious with room to roll around, stretch out. They have a hot bath. Which is so amazing and loved amazing. by everyone. It's, 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 it sounds like they went to Maui or something. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Um, now, uh, to be fair, the people that actually stick it out in that darkness retreat and yeah. actually go through, like, the, at least make it to day three yeah. and all the way through, but definitely four, five, six, and seven, uh, they would have those those transformational experiences too that might help you make a better decision uh, about where you want to play football the next year. But after after crowing about it to the whole world, Aaron Rodgers can't hack it for more than two days at a stupid darkness retreat. Well, the fanciest darkness retreat, darkness retreat I've yet found on the internet. And and, I've seen and, a bunch of them. You have. You no, know, you've been googling like it's nobody's business. Yeah, you you have. Like it's basically the thing looks like a five star hotel where you can happen to turn off the lights and then sit there in your thoughts for several days. If yeah, you're Aaron it's Rogers. like the Disney version of a... Uh, yeah, you can turn the lights back on if you need to. You it's do, not, there's a light look, switch. Yeah, but it's uh, like that whole part of it. I mean, it's not supposed to be like some macho test or anything. Um, but it is well, Aaron Rodgers sure makes it sound that way when he was going fears off. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny, though, too, because I, I watch a lot of these things and the people in charge of them. I, of a lot of these darkness retreats, it's honestly, it's impressive because the prices are pretty reasonable. Like even that one in Oregon, mm-hmm. it's like thirteen hundred dollars for a week. And yeah, look, you're only getting two meals a day, and it is just—it's a beautiful little hut, but it is just a little hut. But that's the kind of thing that you know, because you've got a shaman on hand and some massage therapists, you could easily bilk people out of like twenty grand oh, to yeah. go to that one. But like most of the people that run these things, like genuinely feel like they're trying to help people and everything um and uh they don't necessarily talk the way like aaron Rodgers does about about people who don't know bleep about bleep and oh that's the dumbest thing i ever heard yeah so yeah he needs to spend more than two days the next time he goes dude i just i'm picturing aaron Rodgers sitting in honestly not a dark like i think he's got it like somewhat dimly lit like he's checking boxes. Like, okay, if I stay in here, nobody's looking at me, right? It doesn't have to be totally dark in here, right? Okay, I'm looking down he had at my. Snuggled watch. his cell phone in and his colon, and yeah. like he's just scrolling down. Yeah. yeah, and he's looking. He's checking his watch, going, okay, how long do I need to stay here to where I can still sound intellectually superior to everybody that I talk to for the next several months about this experience that I went on? He's okay. probably he's probably reading. He was probably listening or watching to the same YouTube videos we just did. Yeah. So and like and mimicking them, so we can talk about the bright shaft of light that came up through exactly. His, uh, yeah, from his abdomen out through his out through his mouth. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so you and I are heading to uh, to Florida this weekend. Um, I, this is a I, I guess a somewhat important poll that Tyler Milner put up. If we're going to be traveling in a group. Um, 
to Florida. If we're going to be housemates next week, I'm curious what your answer would have been. This came up on their show on the drive, I guess, because Ron the Show Hughley, it sounds like revealed a disgusting fact about himself, that he swaps out his drying towel, the towel used to dry off when you get out of the shower, every 10 to 14 days. He changes his towel that he uses to dry off every 10 to 14 days is what I was seems pretty extreme. Very extreme. Yes. What is your is is that a Kansas City thing? I (laughs) I don't know. I'll have to ask our boss. It's not like like he's from Indianapolis. Right. I mean, there it's like they they like change out the old feed bag they use to dry off every Ah. six months. But it's because they only shower every six months. Yeah. No, the other folks I know from Kansas City don't seem like. Swapping out ten to fourteen day towel types. I'll be honest, neither does Show. I would have never guessed it. Show, uh, you know, he gets that scarf going at the holiday well, time. He seems very clean, and yet he's drying off with a towel that's probably crawling in bacteria and mold from sitting there all hung up or rumpled up well, for two weeks. Is it though? I mean, if you're if you're showering and cleaning properly, you're just rubbing water off of a clean body. But doesn't when you leave a damp towel sitting there, doesn't it? Uh, well, you don't have to crumple it up in the corner. You can hang it up. Still, it out. still. Yeah. If it's wet enough um, times over a two week period, it feels extreme for two weeks. Yeah. I do mine like one because I dry out my I dry out my uh, shower every time. So I like basically I'm on a one to one basis. I'm, what do you I'm, mean you I'm dry out your shower every time? I wipe off the interior and everything. Oh no, just kidding! To help it dry out to keep mildew down. Yeah. Oh, every time. Okay, so how yeah. often do you swap out your towels? Every single time. Every time. Okay, yeah. It's not like I wipe down the entire interior of my shower and then and then use it on I my body. I didn't know you used a towel time. to wipe it down. Well, you know what? Here's why. Amy and I used to have in our old house, we had a glass shower like that. We actually had a squeegee in the shower. Yeah. And so I would squeegee it off. I never used the towel. That's why I asked. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I'd swap it out every time. It's probably not the most environmentally sound thing to do, but. Okay, well, I'm like, come at There's me, plenty bro. plenty of water. The whole damn golf is out there, everybody. Yeah, come at Duh. me, bro, because I washed out. I'm a... Tyler's choices on this poll were Tyler's four choices were every day, every three to four days, weekly, and every two plus weeks. And I'm a I'm a one to two day guy. Well, first of all, it feels good to have a nice dry, clean towel also on your body yeah. as opposed to one that's damp and wet. Most of the people in this poll said every three to four days. Every three to four days. Yeah, okay. I don't know, that's kind of disgusting. Of a germ freak. Yeah, yeah. My germaphobe. Yeah. I don't know, man. I've had enough. Like I, like I can't. I, I not. I can't deal. It's not. No, no. Dude. Ever since I moved to Houston, yeah. it was just I had too many like skin conditions and everything that I got very, like <laughs> I got very maniacal about like switching out as soon as I've got any sweat at all. Yeah. And changing my underwear. Like I, if it's a hot, humid day and I'm like outside for any amount of time, there's a good chance I go through like four pairs of underwear. I just, I'm constantly swapping things out. Yeah, me too. Yeah. No, I'm the same. That's why show with like every two weeks to swap out a towel. Like I miss a show should go to bed at night in a hazmat suit. That's, mm. that's just nasty, man. Two weeks to that's, swap yeah. out a towel. That's, um, what about jeans? Uh, jeans I give two wears to before I throw them. I, I'll, I'll wear them twice. It depends, though. If I go somewhere like tonight, I'm going to the cook-off and I'll wear jeans. Those yeah. are going in the hamper because I'll be sweating well, out there yeah, and stuff. Yeah, if you're standing around and it's uh, you're, you're outside for a good amount of time and everything. Yeah, but if I just so wear them the work. Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest thing that's changed for me since, like, college. Yeah. When you might go an entire semester with the same without washing your jeans. 
Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it cost money to do laundry back in college. Those quarters mattered back in 1988. Five quarters it would people, cost to do a load of laundry. Is that a really? I don't even remember. It was a uh, people would, uh, and then people would steal your laundry sometimes. Too. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever have your laundry stolen? No, you're gonna. This is gonna surprise you. Um, I, yeah. I, as I sit here and complain about the quarters it would take to do the laundry, I completely forgot. Once I moved off campus, that became an issue. But at uh, at the school that I went to, the par- the small parochial school I went to in Northern Indiana, yeah, they had a laundry facility for us to drop our laundry off to get Notre it done. Dame, you can drop your laundry off. Yes, yes. And they do your laundry. They for drop you? not just yeah, yeah. No, not just drop it off. You put it in a bag. And you put it in the yeah. basement of your dorm, and they would come pick it up uh, every Monday. They would come pick, and by oh Thursday, God, and, a, and Thursday you would just go pick up your nicely folded, packaged laundry at the laundry facility. That's why we got so many problems in the world. Yeah, people like people like your your classmates that never learned how to fend for themselves. Do you want to hear? Expecting a, you want to yeah. hear the sequel to this story? First of all, it was only at that time it was only guys who could get their laundry done. Not women. This is 1987. My junior it's year. You're talking like it's 1932 or something. I know, it's, I know. Women's it's lib had been a thing for no, a while. No, I'm not sticking yeah. up for it. I'm saying this is 87. Like, no, women are allowed to do a lot of things. They yeah, couldn't yeah, get their yeah. laundry done at Notre Dame. Yeah, no. no. That was like three years I'm after not, working, I'm girl. not justifying it know. by saying it's 1987. <laughs> um, but here's what happened. My junior, no, my sophomore year, the laundry facility burnt to the ground. Oh yeah, and everybody's clothes burnt with it, and all of a sudden Feminists. there was you had a you had a campus full of dudes. Maybe yeah. I didn't even think about that. Um, <laughs> you, you had a campus full of dudes that didn't know how to do their own laundry. So I went to for our dorm. I actually went to a laundry facility in downtown South Bend that charged by the pound for la- yeah, to do yeah. laundry. Yeah. And I said, "Look, I've got three hundred bundles of laundry. You can come pick up every Monday here." I'll yeah. organize it. I'll get them all together, but you can come pick them up. And what do you charge me per pound? And they said, it's usually 50 cents. I said, well, how about it's going to be a big bulk here. How about you do it for, I don't know, 30 or 35 cents a pound? And then I marked it up to 50 cents a pound and I started my own laundry business that's for a semester. Nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what a lot of dry cleaners do, Bingo. right? You're a drop, you're a drop off location, then you take it somewhere else. Dude, that's smart. That's not even a swindle there or anything. Nope. That's just good entrepreneurship. That's just good. Yeah, good for you. Thank you. Yeah. I, you know what my equivalent story of that was not a good entrepreneurship. The couple, I, I think I told you this. A couple of seniors when I was a sophomore that like guys, they liked me and they're like, hey, listen, we got this business making thing, this business, this money making thing that we've been doing for a couple of years now. We're gonna clue you in on it. This is like with like a month left of school. So I was like, oh, cool. So it turns out what it was was very early in the morning on Saturdays and Sundays, they would drive the one kid's pickup truck around to wherever there had been a frat party the night before and steal the kegs <laughs> and then take them, take them for refund, take them for the deposit. It's totally illegal. Insurance. Yeah, my, my business was legal. I just want people to know. Until it became a front for running numbers. But for a while, it was legal. Yeah. Like, what the? I was like, you guys are just business. You're stealing. And you're doing it in an incredibly traceable way. Like, what the hell are you doing? Not a business no, I opportunity. Didn't, I didn't take him up on it. That's yeah. funny. That is funny. All right, we're way over. But I had to share that entrepreneurial story with the audience and Seth's entrepreneurial story. Right. Entrepreneurial. We'll find out what we got going on on In the Loop. Final segment coming up. And then it's off to West Palm Beach. Thanks to Shoppas John Deere sending us a spring training. Stay there. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 